Hi, this is Jamie Cord. I'm the president of Consumer Watchdog, and we're here with the Rage for Justice Report, the weekly podcast produced by Consumer Watchdog to talk about what we've been exposing, confronting, and changing. This week, we're here with Lisa Tucker, the uh, energy director at Consumer Watchdog, to talk about the new fracking ban in California, whether it's big news or not news at all. Hey, Lisa, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing good. So uh, Governor Newsom has uh, answered the call, in fact, the call we've been making uh, ever since he uh, took office, and he's uh, banned fracking. But um, there's some caveats. So is it is it good? Is it bad? Is it ugly? What is it? Well, it's got a little bit of the good, the bad, and the ugly in it. Um, it's a huge win for environmentalists um, who've been working on this issue for decades uh, in California. And um, in fact, um, uh, it, it, it's building on what Newsom himself asked the legislature to do, uh, which was exactly that, to phase out uh, hydraulic fracturing, fracking uh, by 2024. And that, as we all know, failed uh, in the legislature. It was killed, died. And so now what he's done is do exactly what the lawmakers didn't, which is directing uh, the oil regulator CalGEM to uh, phase out all permits by 2024. So big win. On the other hand, it's um, a too little in the sense that uh, we really we really shouldn't have to wait another three years to phase out uh, the fracking. Um, it isn't the majority of how oil is extracted in the state. Um, it's a good place to start with a ban immediately. And he failed to do that, and that was actually to the chagrin of many groups. So you know that's the sort of the bad. Um, and yeah, the other is that there's just going to be a big fight over it. Um, you know, industry is going to try to inflate the amount of fracking that goes on and claim that this is going to be terribly damaging to jobs in the economy. And so we're going to have to confront that and be um, actually try to put into perspective exactly how much fracking does go in, on in the state and the fact that it's not going to kill the economy if we phased it out now. Lisa, why don't you explain to people what hydraulic fracturing is and why it's so dangerous? Okay. Hydraulic fracturing is a technique where you take um, sand, water, and a ton of really toxic chemicals and you make a cocktail. And basically what you do is it's used to reach very um, hard to reach oil that's really dirty. And what they do is they inject it into the ground to break up rock formations so that you're getting into a place that normally you wouldn't be able to access very easily. Um, it's extremely dangerous because the chemicals themselves have... Um, about 25% of the chemicals that are used in fracking actually can cause cancer. Um, it, it affects the drinking water. It's been found in drinking water. It permeates you know, throughout that whole layer of everything um, and ends up in, in the drinking water, in the groundwater, um, which is really bad. It also causes uh, air pollution in the air uh, from the actual act of fracking. It brings up a lot of methane. Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever seen videos where people uh, open up their tap and the water flows out and suddenly it's on fire. Um, you can light it with a match and that's because the methane is actually lacing the drinking water. It is incredibly dangerous and uh, there just is no more place for it, you know, uh, as a technique to be used. It's just too extreme and dangerous a technique to use anywhere. Um, in California, the technique has been used in at least 10 counties. Um, it's used a lot in Kern. It's also been used a lot here in Los Angeles County, believe it or not, where you know millions of people live near near wells or with wells. Um, and so there's really no place for it. Uh, so well, that we're, 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 we, we, there's some discrepancies about how 
how much fracking goes on. The governor says 2%, the industry says 20%. Uh, what, 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 why is that? Why, why such discrepancies and, and which number is closest to right? Well, I think we have to be very clear-eyed about this and realize that both sides have a reason to either maximize or minimize the amount of fracking that goes on in the state. Um, the number that's been put out by the Western States Petroleum Association is 17% fracking. In 2015, it was 20%, according to uh, a study done by the California, uh, the CCST study, the California uh, Science and Technology Study, put it at 20%. Uh, uh, now it's 17% according to them. Uh, they they are going to have data that, of course, the state doesn't have. So they're going to have you know a bigger data set going back a lot farther. But what's a little bit um, uh, disingenuous about this is that um, it's not all just fracking um, that produces oil. It's wells right next to fracked wells. Everything is now a Swiss cheese in a lot of these fields where the wells are so close together that when you do something to one well, it can actually affect a neighboring well. So, um, uh, so you know, these, these, these numbers of 17% production, we don't know if the fracked wells are also helping other wells produce oil that are right next door. That's number one. Number two, wells that are fracked also have other things done to them. It's not like they're just these isolated wells and all that ever happens in there is fracking. Um, they also are, um, uh, you know, they're, they, acid, they can be acidized, although that has not happened in the state in many years because that's really dangerous. It melts the rock. Uh, it can, they can use steam, they can inject steam, they can in inject steam cyclically to basically bring up this viscous stuff, and that can all be going on out of the same well. So when they say 17%, it's, it's likely exaggerated, and you know, they've been known to exaggerate these things before. They want to exaggerate production, and they want to exaggerate how many people are employed in that sector, and they want to exaggerate the actual impact of this on the state economy, because they don't want it to happen. On the other side, um, you know, the state has a more limited data set. It only has data sets going back, I think, to 2013, um, after SB4, the first fracking law in the state passed. So operators have been giving them information based on, you know, when they come in to apply for permits. And so they are not going to have, you know, as broad, uh, as broad a, a look. But same thing, um, the, you know, the 2% may not be 2%. It might be 4%. It might be 5 or 6%. We don't know. Uh, we don't know. Um, well, well, is it how, how you measure a fracked well? Can you explain that? You know, how do you, well, measure, you have to measure the depth of the, of the actual fracture and the length of the fracture. Uh, you know, imagine you're going down and then you're going horizontally and then there are these fractures coming up from that horizontal line up to the surface. So basically you have to sort of measure an area and come up with an average for the amount of production coming up as a result of these fractures. So the point is, it could be um, one will count it as one well, count it as two wells. That's why there's correct. a discrepancy. Yeah, Correct. Because the fractured well goes in different directions. That's right. That, so that's so, so, um, so we, are, we are the second state to ban fracking or the third state because uh, Governor Cuomo banned fracking in New York. That was to prevent it because there was no fracking going on that was going to start. Um, and I think Vermont has banned fracking, but we're the third. Yeah. Well, the big there's Vermont, Maryland, and New York. Now, Maryland. each of those permanently banned fracking in 2012, 2017, and 2020. Uh, so at different times, all three of them have banned fracking. The other thing is, as of March 1st, and this is a really kind of a pretty big deal, 
the regulatory agency in charge of managing the Delaware River and all of its tributaries just voted to permanently ban um, natural gas drilling and fracking within the entire four-state watershed. Now, that watershed supplies drinking water for more than 13 million people in Pennsylvania, Delaware, New Jersey, and New York. So now Pennsylvania, Delaware, and New Jersey are affected by this. Um, and it's been a long time coming. You know, they've been talking about it in that um, in that area, the four-state watershed area, for years. They started so this, this is like a foot in the door is the other way to look at it, right? It's, the news is finally taking some action. He yes. also owes us a rule on uh, how far from a home or community an oil well can be drilled. We want 2,500 feet. The industry doesn't want that. They want like 500 feet, uh, if anything. Uh, that rule's gonna come out sometime, but this kind of opens the door to him uh, taking a stand, even though it's not till 2024. And that's it does, but, but when, when I was talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly, that's the ugly, because when he announced the, you know, the, the ban on fracking by 2024, he, that would have been the perfect opening to, to actually um, direct, uh, you know, either by directive or executive order or whatever, to direct CalGEM to create a 2,500 foot um, barrier between people and the drilling they live with. Uh, that would have been the right thing to do. And um, I hope that he still does it. Uh, I think, you know, that would go a very, very long well, way. He has, to. he has to do it because he he, he uh, said he was going to do it in answering, uh, you know, in, in answer to a, a petition, right? Uh, there's yes. a rule. There's a rulemaking that yeah. he has to begin. He just doesn't. He hasn't created the rule yet. And, well, it's his agency and, and, that hasn't created the rule yet. It's right. his agency that hasn't created it yet. And if the agency keeps dragging its feet, it's overdue. Then this is the perfect opening for uh, the governor to step in and do exactly what he just did on the fracking when the lawmakers failed him. Well, the 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 the, um, the studies that they say they needed to create that rule, uh, the scientific studies seem to be coming out. Uh, Fast and Furious. There was a study from Berkeley and there was another study of Kern County. Did you see that study? Yeah, I just saw that study and I haven't actually read through the implications of it. Um, so it, I, What I found interesting was um, it said huge health wins from uh, the banning of, 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 of drilling or these phasing out of drilling for Kern County. 25% um, decrease in mortality. Right. And, and it said 1,700 jobs lost. Mm -hmm. I thought 1,700 jobs wasn't that much a price to pay for a 25% dip in mortality. Well, um, it's also, yes, but it's also that, you know, I don't think anybody is talking about throwing workers out on their ear. There is plenty to be done in this state to clean up, uh, to close up and clean up wells, thousands of them. And so what needs to happen uh, at the same time, simultaneously, is a transition plan that does not leave those workers behind. And there is no reason for them to be left behind. There is plenty of work for plenty of years left to phase this out. Okay, Lisa Tucker, uh, Energy Director at Consumer Watchdog, thanks for joining us this week. This has been the Rage for Justice Report, where every week we expose, confront, and change. You can subscribe to the podcast on in the Apple uh, iPod store, on Stitcher, uh, on uh, SoundCloud, uh, and uh, we can uh, hopefully have you listening every week. This is Jamie Court. I'm the president of Consumer Watchdog. Thanks for listening. <laughs>